0: will take, or must take, or will be in prayer. Every Christian does not have one state. At every given point, your life takes a certain state. So the Bible says, Paul was saying that when I was a child, I thought like a child. I spoke like a child. But when I became a man, I put all childish things. So you see that it's the same person, but at one point he was a child. At another point he became a man. The same applies to the Christian. Our end is the glory of God. But have you asked yourself, What is from the beginning through to the end? So, every Christian has different shades of states in his walk with God. So, in prayer, the Christian will take different postures. And because you will find yourself, I'm going to say them, and you see that you will find yourself in these states, That does not disqualify you in prayer. It's a posture and it's a state you must be in in prayer. So let's look at Matthew chapter 6, verse 9 to 13. Matthew chapter 6, verse 9 to 13. I read through and then I begin to teach shortly. After this manner, therefore, pray ye, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. Forever and ever. Amen. As Christians, we must pray as at least eight states, or we must pray in eight postures. And I'm gleaning from what I've read. Number one, we must pray as sons. We must pray as sons. So we see our Father. There are times in prayer that you pray as a son. And that is the state. So you see, people, when we come to church and we are praying, one of the states, the first state I'm starting with is that amongst the people praying, some will be praying as sons. Because they are in good fellowship with the father. They have, they have maintained a good fellowship with their father. They woke up, they've spoken to their father. During the week, they were in tune with the father. They have been studying their Bible. They have been fasting. They have been engaging the leading of the spirit. They have been working with the word. They have been preaching to people. They have been working for like they are in flow with God. So they they pray as sons. And sometimes you can come to that state where you know without any shadow of doubt that you are with God. And when you know that you are with God, it's different from when somebody is telling you that God is with you. So in this state, the Christian will pray as a son. And sometimes you see the person praying very confidently. You guys pray as a son. And we must pray as sons. That's one of the postures you must take in prayer as a Christian. You must pray as a son. And that is a place of authority. Exercising the authority that Christ gave to you. The second posture in prayer is you pray as a worshiper. Say as a worshiper. Yeah. You must pray as a worshiper. You must pray as a worshiper. Hallowed be thy name. So you must pray as a worshiper. Worship is prayer. When you are worshiping God, it's prayer. So when you are praying, take the posture of a worshiper. So you are praying. Yeah. It's prayer. It's worship, but it's prayer. Yeah. You have even you are even affirming God in the song. It's prayer. So pray as a worshiper. Pray as a worshiper. Yesterday, Pastor Kucho was teaching us on praying in tongues for long. Pray as a worshiper. It's not every time you enter into prayer and then you start praying. If Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask this, I bind this, I lift this, I approve this, I beg. Bear- no. Pray as a worshiper. Let worship lose your prayer time. And when you are praying as a worshiper, it connects to the very heart of God. Remember the woman who broke the alabaster box and poured the oil? On Jesus' feet and wipe his feet with his hair. Look at how he touched God. So you pray as a son. You pray as a worshiper. Number two, you pray in submission. I'm helping your prayer life. You pray in submission. Hallelujah. Your kingdom come. You pray in submission. Not, not what I want, but what God wants is done or wants done. Not what I want, but your kingdom come. So you pray. your prayer must be in submission. You pray in authority as a son. You pray in submission to the will of God. And the kingdom, thy will be done on it. It's, it's a, thy kingdom come. Not what I want. Not what my parents want, but what you want. Not what my family wants. but what you want. And that's what I'm teaching. You pray as a son, you pray as a worshiper, you pray in submission to God. Whilst you are praying, you must know that it is God that will answer and it is God that is superior. Postures of the Christian in prayer. Number one, I say you pray as what? As sons. Number two, pray as a worshiper. And number three, we pray in submission. Because we don't know everything. We don't know everything. What we think is good for us, maybe God says it's not good for us. We know in part and we prophesy in part. So when you are praying, you don't just pray as a son. You also have to pray as a worshiper. All the people that came to Jesus, Jesus, son of David, have mercy upon me. Have mercy and they are prostrated on the floor. Worship. Number three, pray in submission. Number four, pray as servants. Pray as servants. All your prayers, all your requests, all your demands from God, God must see that you are praying as a servant. You are praying everything you are asking him for. Everything you want to become is to serve him. At the end of the day, the prosperity you are asking for, you want the prosperity to serve his, his interest. The good health you are asking for, you want the good health so that you can serve his interest. The house, the lands, the properties, the job, whatever, whatever we are asking, we are asking as servants. He said, choose you this day whom you serve, but ask for me and my house. So as for me and all that is entitled to me, we will serve the Lord. Thy will be done in earth, as it—not my will, not what I want. These are postures in prayer. So if you are praying as a servant at that moment, you can see the master will be pleased with your prayer. If you pray as a son, that prayer is qualified to ascend to heaven. If you pray as a worshiper, that prayer, that's why the Bible said later that you can pray amiss. That's why I'm showing you these eight postures to pray. And when you pray in these eight postures, you can never pray amiss. If you pray as a son, it will ascend. If you pray as a worshiper, it will ascend. If you pray in submission, it will ascend. If you pray as a servant, your prayers will ascend. Number five, pray as a person in need. <laughs> pray as a person in need. Remember, Hannah, give us this day our daily bread. Everybody needs something. Everybody. There are some people who need something and they pretend like they don't, like, they don't need it. That is pride. Jesus was teaching them prayer. Jesus taught them prayer. He said, give us this day our daily prayer. Pray as someone who needs something. Hannah went to God. I need a son. I need a son. I need a son. I need a son. I need this. And God literally knew. God knows what you need. Everybody in the hospital now, God knows what they need. But God works with principles. And you can't, you can't hold God. He's, he was before time. And he will be after time. He, he, he created the universe. Which court will you take God? And who is the judge that will sit on God's case? We have to play with the terms of God. And one of the terms is that pray with great need, a sense of great need. That is how come when you pray with that sense of great need, sometimes in prayer you can be in tears. You can never disconnect emotions and feelings from prayer. Yes, faith is the main force that God responds to. But any faith that was ever potent was garnished with emotions and feelings. Yeah. Jesus was in faith. He died on the cross in faith. On the cross. He said, My father, my father. I don't think it will be a very low tone. I don't think it will be an emotional cry. It was a, the 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 Bible calls it his last cry. My father, my father, why hast thou forsaken me? Was that a, a A a language of doubt. No. It was not a language of doubt. It was out of the burden of the assignment. So pray as a son. Pray as a worshiper. Pray in submission. Pray as a servant. And pray as someone who is in need. Hallelujah. Number six. Sometimes you have to pray as a sinner. (laughs) You have to pray as a sinner. You are a child of God, but you have sinned. And when I talk about sin, sin is missing the mark. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive our debtors. So that sin, that word, trespass or debt is when you miss the mark before the Lord or before human beings. That's why the debt are not like, the debt test is small d. Forgive us our debts. Another version says give us the sin, NIV also, that trespasses. Okay? Keep us forgiving with you and forgiving others. Keep going. Yeah, And forgive us our debts as we have forgiven our debtors, Letting go of both the wrong and the resentment. Another version. And forgive us our sins. Two. That word, depth, is the word sin. And sin is to miss the mark. Sin is inclusive, fornication, stealing, gossiping, resentfulness, um, bad behavior. It's all part of it. okay? But then what you should know is that sin is missing the mark. And when you miss the mark, you owe. It's like I'll come to church one day and I'll not preach well. I've sinned. Yes, you've sinned. If you don't talk to your wife well, you've sinned. If you are not able to pay your child's fees, you've sinned. That's why we must thank God for the blood of Jesus. Because every now and then from your house to church, I'm sure you've sinned. So sometimes you have to pray as a sinner. A saint can sin. But when a saint sins, he does not technically become a technical sinner. A technical sinner is someone who does not know Christ. But a believer can sin. Can miss the mark. So when you enter into prayer... You must know your status. You must know your state. And when you are approaching God as a sinner, your key to your open door in the realms are the songs and the words of mercy. Are you here? I'm teaching you postures of prayer that will make your, your prayer as a church worker. You have to be more mature. You should know this to teach others. Because sometimes you have to pray as a sinner. Sometimes when I, I work and I don't get time to pray into miracle hour, when I'm driving to church, oh, I'm saying, angels of mercy, go ahead of me. Because I couldn't prepare and pray into the service. So I don't have any substance to come and minister. So when the mercy angels appear, then you see that God will open a revelation for you that use it for tonight. And then he will move. Have a posture. Sometimes you have to pray as a sinner. You are a son, but you have sinned. You are a daughter, but you you have sinned. Amen. Number seven, you have to pray as a weak person. As a weak person. Hannah's prayer at a certain point expressed her weakness. The bombpaya to the point that she has become vulnerable to penina. Penina is teasing her to, and she couldn't contain it. So she had to pray to God. Pray to God, because as a Christian, you have a limit. Every human being has a limit he can take. Every human being has a limit he can take. Yeah. There's some kind of insult you can take, but there's a kind of insult you cannot take. And what you cannot take, somebody else can take. It's all about the level of maturity, the level of revelation of Christ, the level of growth and grace people walk in. And I'm, 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 I, I did a series, I've not taught it yet, about Jacob. I had to stop because it was becoming too long, so I just compressed all into two to a major, two major series. I don't want to stretch it. And it's so much a blessing how God's love is so deep and big that it doesn't get tired with people. And that is why man can never become God. When you get to know God well, you realize that there is no spiritual man that can walk in the fullness of God. No. If you see pastors divorcing, the man is anointed, but he can't. He, the, the weight of God's love is so big that no matter if you do 100 days dry, you can never work in the full capacity of God. Because Jacob is not anybody that anybody should be proud of. A supplanter, a thief. Yeah, he doesn't steal cars. He steals spiritual blessings cars are too small. <laughs> he is the one. He's an arm robber that steals blessings. He's a schemer. And yet, God saw something in Jacob. I'll teach it one of the, maybe the next Tuesday series. I'll be teaching on it, and I want you to listen to that teaching. You see, if you will go far in life as a Christian, you must live on teachings. Is teachings that rewire you. When you are taught for a long time and the anointing oil comes upon you, you explode. Because your posture in the realms of the spirit is better. This is not a church that will be screaming, take it, receive it, take it, Sunday after, no, 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 no. We teach you for a long time and the oil comes upon you, you know where you are going. So sometimes you have to pray as a weak person. You know that, you see, sometimes you need the thing so much that you know that if you don't get this thing, it will cost you. You become vulnerable, he said, and lead us not into temptation. What took Israel to Egypt was food, grain. And sometimes if you don't have food on your table, you can do very foolish things. You can enter into certain temptations. He said, lead us not into temptation, God. If you provide for us, we will not be led into temptation. If you provide for us, we will not be led into temptation. So sometimes you have to pray as a weak person. As a weak person. When David had sinned before the Lord and he went to pray, I think Psalm, is it Psalm 52 or Psalm 51? Give it to me. Let me wrap up in three minutes or four minutes. Give me a soft version. Why do you brag of evil, big man? God's mercy carries the day. Is that 52? Give me 51. Why do you... 51. Okay, look for that scripture. Cast me not away from thy presence. I want to be sure whether it's 50. It's not part of my note, but it just popped up in my mind. Take not the Holy Spirit for me. Renew the right spirit within me. Are you there? So you have to pray as a weak man. He had seen God kill the child. An innocent child died. One son. Slept with somebody's wife, number one. Yeah, so it was 51. Number two, killed somebody's husband. Number three, took somebody's wife. Because when you go to Matthew and God is talking about the genealogy of Christ, he mentions Bathsheba and he says Uriah's wife, not David's wife. He took the person's wife and married her, but still God recognized Bathsheba. As Uriah's wife. And number three, four, he caused the death of an innocent child. Because when Bethsheba got pregnant, God killed the child. So when God killed the child, David went to God and laid before the Lord. He realized that child, if God can get angry and kill an innocent child because of him, God can take the spirit from him. He went before God as a weak person. You see, when you enter into prayer, know the posture you are in. To get to God's heart, you must know the posture you are in. Lead me not into temptation. It's a prayer of weakness. Because there are some temptations when you fall in, you will not survive. And you know. You just know it, that you will not survive. And that's why you have to pray every day, maybe as an accountant or wherever you work. You you must pray that some... Evil deals will not be brought on your team. I remember one time, one lady working with a very big politician. They brought her a deal, $2.5 million. She was supposed to sign that the work has been done. Just sign. They won't do it. They, won't, they have not even plotted no plan. They, they said she should sign. But because of her position, when she signs, if there are any implications in the future... It is her name that they will hold responsible. Okay, it's just like, um, let's say, I'm following the story, Mobad or whatever. Now they are screwing it to the nurse that gave him the injection. But you see that it's a long chain, and they all know where it's coming from. But now you are the person going to be used as a sacrificial lamb. Are you following me? So sometimes you have to know that. So I told her that if you sign this for the rest of your, and that was the second one. There was another guy. He is even here in the church. Big deal. He called me one midnight. He said his boss is giving him pressure to sign 55 million Ghana city. And he said his share was going to be 25%. And I said, if you sign this, you will live your life always sitting on hooks. I know it will change the life of your generations to come everything, but don't sign. At the end of the day, the person who signed, they picked him up, and the person is in jail, in Ghana. But the lady, I told her, she said she will lose her job. She earns about 43,000 Ghana CD a month with other allowances. She said she will lose her job. And I said, if you lose your job because of integrity and you sleep You'll be fine. At the end of the day, she didn't lose her job. Her, her boss respected her forever, up to now. She even travels more than first. Lead us not into temptation. Some of you would have fallen. You will not even think twice. You will sign and travel and go somewhere. But listen, you have to pray as a weakling sometimes. I remember when we didn't have a land. And I was doing my fasting, 17 days, 27 days, 30 days. When I go before God, I don't go and pray as a man of God. I God, if you don't give us a land, this ministry won't stand. If you don't give us a land, me, I will just leave your people and go and study outside. And I'll use it as a cover up and go. So I was talking to God that you have to give us a land. You have to give us a place where, even if we put a tent there, we will know that it belongs to us. And then i going stand and declare, let the East release our land. Which land? Which word? <laughs> you go as a weakling for days. At dawn, in the morning, you go to work. Where you are there, you are, you are. God must know that. You are. So sometimes I understand why the Ghanaian singers sing those kind of mobile, mobile song, but uh, if it's too much too, then you are losing your place as son. So I've shown you the postures of prayer. The last posture, because of time, I know when we break for one week, people forget that there is church on Sunday, but um, the last one is, you must pray sometimes as a deprived person. We sometimes pray as a deprived people. Yeah, as a deprived people. Deliver us from evil. Yeah. Pray as a deprived person sometimes. Pray. When you enter into that state, don't think that. It's not always you can pray as a son. I told you those who were here early. The Christian goes through different phases of life. Sometimes you become unfortunate. Temporarily. Temporarily. Jesus, the King of Kings, born in a manger. So, so, so pathetic. But that is the King of Kings, And you, when you are in that state, you have to admit, you have to, you you have to see yourself in that state and correspond to who you are in the spirit. And that is when, when you are able to be submissive, say, let the weak say. So the weak must know that he is weak then he says that I'm strong. It's a secret code many pastors will not teach you. But there are people bleeding because they never walk in the truth of God. It's okay to look ugly. It's okay to look bloody. It's okay to be wounded. It's okay to be, be, be deprived. And you see that Jesus has always been oriented in his ministry towards the deprived, the sick, the lame, the blind, the sinner. He's always with them, trying to help them, to to dispense eternity on them. Sometimes you'll be deprived. Sometimes what you even eat, you don't have. The job you want, you don't have. The marriage you are desiring, you don't have what you want to see in life, you are deprived of them. You go to God. You go to God and pray. So, eight positions. let me just read through and then we are done. Number one, you pray as a son. Number two, you pray as a worshiper. Number three, so, you see, the intention is that the first level is that you pray as a son. So, the son can be a worshiper. The son can be submissive. The son can be a servant. The son can be in need. How many of you have children here? I have. Has a child walked to you and asked you for something before? Yeah, but he's your son, but he's in need. So pray as a son who is in need. Pray as a daughter who is in need. Number five, the son can become a sinner. Yeah, the son can become a sinner. But he's a son. A decorated donkey is still a donkey. The son can be weak. And sometimes the the fear of all parents is the, the developmental stages of our children. You are just praying that he won't get to a certain stage. He won't get to a certain stage. That he will take a certain turn. That's why you see all these guys, these hip-life artists, pop stars, and their parents still love them. And you don't understand. Are they endorsing them? No. But what will you do? That's your child. That is your child. <laughs> that is your child. By his weak. He has taken a 10. And you cannot deny your child because he's taking a 10. A mother's love is forever. A father's love is forever. But it is weak. So they are, they are just in hope that one day they will make the turn. So I watched with kid, which kid is, his mother's funeral, and he was crying, and all that. I, could, I was just imagining what words he was remembering from his mom to him. Was the mom always advising him, and is he going to miss that voice forever? He was just weeping. So sometimes a child can be weak. And when you see a weak brother, the Bible says that you restore the brother in all humility. I pray that the postures of prayer will help you. you can, after service, you can go to the technical team. If you want it, they will give it to you for free. You put it on your phone and listen. Because many people are getting frustrated in the church of God that we need to help people. We need to help people. i got to know how people need God. People need God. People are dying within because they feel they pray that our God is not mining. But God always minds us if we come to him in his terms and his principles. Amen. Please close your eyes and let's pray. We enter into the service. Father, we thank you I thank you for this teaching. I pray that understanding will be clear to us. Our prayer life will never be the same again. Thank you, Lord, as we enter into the main service and you teach us your word. uh, We will live here empowered. We will live here never to look down on ourselves again. We will live here with an illumination of who you have made us. And what you expect from us. I pray that anybody that came here with a need, if even I don't teach on what they need, use the presence in this house to sort them out. In Jesus' name, amen. Please give the Lord a clap, offering. For that clap. Amen.